Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare as a church that you are our God. We declare as a people that you are our God. We declare, oh God, as a family that you are our God. We ask you to take your place as God in our lives. Man is not God. So man cannot dictate the affairs of our lives. Take your place as God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask, Lord, that as we dive in, that you grant us access to truth. That at the end of today, ancient chains will fall. Ancient bondages will fall. Ancient matters will be settled. In the mighty name of Jesus. And the people of God say a big amen. Please you may be seated. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I want to thank our dear pastor, our daddy Dan, for the privilege to handle this pivotal service and the pastorate. I bless God for your lives. I pray that the hand of God will continue to uphold you in Jesus' name. I have a major assignment this morning to complete this very critical subject of restitution. This is the last Sunday. It, there will still be services on Tuesday and Thursday, but the Sunday service is a very important one. And I know that someone's life will be changed. Yeah. I would like to please advise that we take, be sensitive to atmospheres and not be carried away and looking. You came for yourself, so look out for yourself. Praise God. Praise God. For those that may not understand, an angel walked in here a while ago and the assignment of that angel is to break and bring deliverance to ancient chains. If I can get three people that will touch this thing, then my assignment here is done. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Restitution. And I'm talking from the point of the sins of the fathers. Restitution for the sins of the fathers. We've had an, a wonderful exploit of the subject, restitution. We've looked at it from different angles. And I'm glad that people were able to ask questions and be able to bring clarity to areas that there was no clarity. But today, I want to deal with restitution that you don't know about. Hallelujah. Restitution simply means the restoration of something lost or stolen to its proper owner or recompense for injury or loss. One thing is sure, everything stolen from you will be restored. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 2, quickly. I have long reading, so I'll just be fast so that we can pray. It's the last Sunday service. I want things to fall off people. Ezekiel 18 verse 2. What mean ye that you use this proverb concerning the land of Israel? Saying, the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. You know what it means when your teeth is set on edge? You know when it, 
grapes. You know that is shocking. You did not eat sour grapes, but the effect of sour grapes is falling on you. That's an anomaly. And one of the ways you know is when you have attempted to dealing with issues for so long. You've prayed, you've fasted, you've sown seeds, you've given, you've baited with anointing oil, you've slept inside anointing oil, all these things, and it's not working out. That means there's something that is hanging over your head. But the Bible says in Isaiah 5.13, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. My people are in bondage because they don't have knowledge. Honorable men are famished. The people are dried with thirst. Knowledge. Knowledge is coming for someone today. Restitution for the sins of the fathers. Disregard must be inspired by the Holy Spirit. You don't just go about it. This one I'm talking about oh, must be inspired divinely by the Holy Ghost. And this comes after serious prayers of inquiry. Why? It's a question that many believers don't like asking God. It's like they're afraid that God will not have answer for them. Did you not hear in Matthew 7 where he said, Ask and you shall receive. Seek, you will find. Knock, it will open to you. Is there somebody that will ask on behalf of their family today? God will give you answers. Amen. Let me go start. Joshua chapter 9. Joshua 9 from verse 14. I want to give you a backstory and then show you what happened afterwards. Joshua 9 from verse 14. And the men took the, their victuals and asked not counsel at the mouth of the Lord. Let me give you a backstory. So, Joshua was leading exploits and he was defeating everyone around them. And nations around them already heard of the exploit and the hand of God that was backing Joshua that there was nothing hidden from. No battle was too great for him. Praise God. Imagine defeating Jericho. Who are you? small that want to stand again. So people were afraid. So a certain tribe called the Gibeonites, they came together and said, look, let's go and make a treaty. Let's go and sign a covenant with these people. Let's pretend that we are from far, that we are not among the people close by. Let's pretend and strike a deal. Have a covenant with them that we are for peace, so we don't want war with you. You know, we are friends, we are your friends. But it came by deceit. Do you understand what I'm saying? So they came with gifts. They came with, they, they planned it so much that they bought bread and kept it and allowed the bread to spoil and bought wine and allowed the, the wine skin to be, to be breaking, to, to have gotten old. And they lied. They said it's because of the journey we are coming from. That it was fresh bread when we bought it. But now that we got here, the bread has spoiled. Just to give credence to the word that they were coming from far. May God grant us understanding today. So, after they made this plea and presented themselves to Joshua, and then, please bring back my scripture, the Bible records that 
they presented, that the men took of their victuals and asked not counsel at the mouth of the Lord. They did not ask God because if they had asked God, God would have told them, hey, these people are your neighbors. So they went into a contract in ignorance, but the contract was binding. Hello? So the days of ignorance being an excuse, that day has gone. May the Lord bring understanding today. Next verse. And Joshua made peace with them and made a pledge with them to let them leave. And the princes of the congregation swear unto them. Next verse. And it came to pass at the end of three days after they had made a league with them that they heard that they were their neighbors. And that they dwelt among them. So, the secret is out, but covenant has been made. <laughs> Many people say, oh, because I did it in ignorance, it doesn't matter. Here matter today. Next verse. Let me read quickly. And the children of Israel journeyed and came unto their cities on the third day. Now their cities were Gibeon and Chebira and Beroth and Ker. Ke- you know the city. Give me the next verse. <laughs> verse 18, quickly. And the children of Israel smote them not, because the princes of the congregation had sworn unto them by the Lord God of Israel, and all the congregation murmured against the princes. The instruction was to kill everybody around them so that they can inhabit their land, but they could not touch them because now they have sworn in the presence of God. So that contract is binding. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Let me leave this now. Go to 2 Samuel. Go to 2 Samuel quickly. 2 Samuel 21. Let me jump this of time. But you get the deal. So the covenant was made that they will not kill them. 2 Samuel 21 from verse 1. Then there was a famine in the days of David for three years. Year after year. And David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord answered. First, let's hold on. For how many years did it take David to inquire? Some people, after two minutes, they've moved on. David was a man who was always inquiring of God. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, the honor of kings to search it out. It is a skill for you to be able to search the mind of God, especially now that you have the Holy Spirit. Three years as king, there was famine, there was, there was no rain. Three years. No rain means famine. And after three years of consistent searching, I don't know about everybody, but I have answers for three people today. Three. I have answers for three people. David inquired, and the Lord answered and said, It is Saul. It wasn't even you. It was the previous government. Is it familiar? And his bloody house, because he slew the Gibeonites. A covenant was made 700 years ago. A dispensation came, and he was zealous, Saul being. And he killed the Gibeonites. 
The repercussion did not come on Saul. Guess who he came on? Thank you. He came on David. David's regime. His predecessor ate sour grape. But the bitter taste was in his own tenure. Three years, no rain. When you are a king, people will start to ask you questions. Are you, are, are you cursed to be on the throne? They will ask you. We had rain until you assume. I thought you said God anointed you. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Next verse. So now the source of the problem has been tracked. Someone say revelation. revelation. And the king called the Gibeonites. And said unto them, Now the Gibeonites were not of the children of Israel, but of the remnant of the Amorites. And the children of Israel had sworn unto them, and Saul sought to slay them in his zeal to the children of Israel and Judah. He did it in ignorance. Next verse. Wherefore David said unto the Gibeonites, What shall I do for you? Someone say restitution. What will I do for you? And wherewith shall I make the atonement that you may bless the inheritance of the Lord? These people had no part of God's kingdom. But because a covenant was broken, they had a part to play. Do you understand what I'm talking about? What would you have us do for atonement, for restitution, so that you can bless us and release us into our prophetic destiny? Is somebody hearing and the Gibeonites said unto him, We will not have silver nor gold, nor of his house, neither for shall thou kill any man in Israel. And he said, What ye shall say that I will do for you? Next verse, quickly. Let me rush. And they answered the king, The man that consumed us and that devised against us that we should be destroyed from remaining in any of the coast of Israel. Next verse. What would you have him do? Let seven men of his sons be delivered unto us, and we will hang them up unto the Lord in Gibeah of Saul, whom the Lord did choose. And the king said, I will give it. Say restitution. This one required life and death. Don't give us money we don't want. Don't kill anybody we don't want. What we want is that seven of his sons, seven of his descendants, seven men that are supposed to carry on his, his, his legacy, let us cut it off. Are you here? Jump to verse 14. Let me just jump. You can read that story from verse 1 to 14. Jump to verse 14. Quickly. Second Samuel 21, 14. Let me conclude that part. Because I want us to pray today. Who is available to pray? Are you there? Verse 14. Let me open it here. Paradish Gezia. He did not say, forgive us. It wasn't me. He did not say, I didn't know when this thing happened. His descendants. Second Samuel 21, verse 14. 
And the bones of Saul, the story behind it is that he had already given, he picked the seven sons and gave to them, and they went to hang them. And the bones of Saul and Jonathan, his son, buried they in the country of Benjamin in Zela, in the sepulcher of Kish, his father, and they performed all that the king commanded. And after that, God was entreated for the land. After restitution, God was entreated for the land. May the Lord be entreated for the land of Nigeria. Joshua chapter 7, I'll bring a very short, I'll just give you the summary of, of it. Joshua 7, verse 1. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing for Achan, the son of Kami, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. Let me read it in another translation that is clearer. C-E-V-D-C-I. The Lord had said that everything in Jericho belonged to him. But Achan, from the Judah tribe, took some of the things from Jericho for himself. And so the Lord was angry with the Israelites because none of them had disobeyed him, had obeyed him. He was angry. Okay, was angry with the Israelites because one of them had disobeyed him. The reason why you must contend for every member of your family to be saved is that the sin of one can bring down everybody. Have you not heard about our dear brother Jonah? He was on a vessel, a ship that was traveling, and then in that trip, because of him, there was a storm. That rose up because of his disobedience. The Bible says the merchant, they were throwing their goods into the sea. But he, the man was sleeping. May revelation come today. Amen. He was sleeping. And the full sea. People that have taken loan to do business. They lost the money because of one man on your ship. May God open your eyes. Because of Achan, he took and disobeyed the law of the Lord. The Bible records God gave a covenant to Joshua that every battle you step into, you would defeat them. He had defeated Jericho. Jericho was like the strongest, most fortified army. So war was nothing to him. He saw an angel. He stepped up to him. Are you for us or against us? If you are against us, let's start now. Why? There is a covenant backing him up. But when they had to approach and go, they sent spies to go visit the, the people of AI, AI, artificial intelligence. And the people went and saw them, ah, these people no rich. Have you, have you ever had those kind of battles? They no rich. Don't, don't, don't stress our soldiers. Let them rest for serious battle. Just give us two, three thousand. We will, we will go. And, and they went against a small army. And the Bible says they were killed and they were chased away. They were defeated. The people that everyone knew about that had finished Jericho. Let me give you an example. After fighting America and winning America, Gambia now defeats you. 
Not saying Gambia is small. I'm just using the size and military strength. Amen? So that Gambia will open to me in Jesus' name. It doesn't make sense in the tactical war board for you to lose this kind of battle. But they lost the battle. And Joshua went and cried to God. There will be an opportunity for someone to cry to God today. Oh, and he will answer you. He said, God, if it's like this, you should have left us in Egypt now. You won't have take, taken us to cross the river. What would they say? That you are with us and then you have left us. You have disgraced us. And God said, why are you lying down? Stand up. And he said, somebody. The answer came when inquiry was made. Joshua would have lost that battle and said, ah, Ami, let's sit down. Where did we get it wrong? Lessons learned. Okay, next time you do like this. Abby? But the man understood priesthood. He fell on his face. My family cannot continue this way. Oh Lord, show me. May God reveal your family secrets to you. Amen. One of them in their camp did something. The strength of an army became weak. Have you heard that saying? You are as strong as your weakest link. Uh, this was practical demonstration. Disobedience of one. Is it Joshua that took it? I can't hear you. Was it Joshua's wife that took it? Was it his tribe member? But somebody, one amongst them. You must rise in spiritual sensitivity so that you are able to pick signals of some things that want to happen. So that you call them. Don't try it though. How can you be in church? Pray. And someone from your family is still there pouring libation on family altar. There's a conflict of interest. In my family, only Jesus is Lord. And every other altar must shut down. It's a state of priesthood. Am I communicating? And then God told him, read that story in Joshua 7. So this is what you must do. You must track the person down, find out, and then let him and all his family and the things he stole, let them be first killed and be burnt. There was a specific instruction for restitution. He should be killed first and burnt. Because you can't say, okay, you are taking the thing back now. I'm just telling you about the ancient ones, right? Nobody is killing anybody now. Amen? But you can do things in the spirit. If Joshua did not inquire and find out every war after that, he would have been losing it. Every battle, he would have been losing it. And then he had prophecy on his life that he would never lose a battle. This was the same man that stood and was about to go to war. The son stood still. It has not happened since then. To tell you the might and the power that this man operated on. But one man in his camp made him feeble. May the Lord bring strength to you. Are you learning something? Why do we need to labor to know these things? One, because Satan is called the accuser of the brethren. Many people don't even know that there is something called the courts of heaven. They say, well, you have a court here. It's a real place. 
Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1, quickly. Zechariah 3, 1. Let me just show you something briefly. Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1. Are we there? And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. The high priest was in front of his angel and Satan was at his right hand. Your right hand is where your angel should stand. But an accuser was there. So the angel could not take his place. Am I communicating? Satan was there accusing him because there was a filthy garment. If you read it down, you'll see what happened. And then if you read down, you'll see that after what was done, was done, the angel took his place at his right hand. May your angel take their place in your lives. I said, may your angels take their place in your life. Satan is called the accuser of the brethren. So when your fathers sinned, many of us come from background of slave trade, buried, slave, buried people. We all know the story. Almost every family. If you track it, you will see it. And if you have not been able, how, what would you do? Will you give birth to those people? They are gone. Their blood is crying. You can, in the place of prayer, ask God. And God will first give you word of knowledge that this is the cause. And secondly, word of wisdom, this is what you must do. Am I communicating? I heard a story from Deboye when he said a man, someone stole uh, an old man's bicycle. And then the man, he pained him, so he said that uh, whoever stole this bicycle, anytime he eats rice, let the rice worry him. And that was it. Every time the man was eating right. Because, you know, the law in the spirit is the curse. Costless shall not stand. If you didn't do anything, it won't stand. It won't work. Am I communicating? That's the legal ground of the enemy. And anytime the man eats rice, if it's people like us that feed on rice, so they will not die with that. Every time the man eats rice, he will in and out of hospital. To the point that the man died, the one that stole the thing died. The thing continued to the children of the man. The son, every time he eats rice. <laughs> have you ever heard someone have allergy to rice? Something was powering it. And then he went and met a man of God. And the prophet, by revelation, heard. He said, hey, your father did this. And what you need to do now, he said, the man is dead. He said, okay, buy a bicycle and go and give his son. You don't have to say anything. Buy a bicycle and give him. And he bought a bicycle. And gave to the man. And the boy was happy. Hey, thank you. Ah, God bless you. I'm sure he will pray for him. He didn't know that he was restituting something. And when he came back to say, Pastor, I've done it too. He met Pastor eating rice. Pastor said, come and chop. And he chopped rice. For the first time, he said, ah, rice sweet. The power of restitution. My prayer today is that God will give someone revelation. And they will know what to do. Rise on your feet. We're about to pray. The ultimate restitution is repentance. There are many things that, you, that has gone that the enemy is accusing. If you are a sinner, first off, he doesn't even need, I'm not even sure he needs to go to court. 
the ultimate restitution is what? All eyes closed. If you are here and you have not given your life to Jesus, because he's called our advocate to be able to stand on your behalf in the court of heaven and defend your matter, applying his blood, if you are not even, your name is not found there. There is no case. So I want you to take this advantage before we pray so that you can partake of the prayer and say, I'm a sinner. I don't even have any matter. Please come to the front so that your name can be written in the book of life. Then we can now talk about this matter. You want to give your life to Christ? Quickly come forward in the next one minute because I want us to pray. Your name is not found in the book of life. If you pray this prayer as a sinner, you are just wasting your time. The prayers of sinners are an abomination. The only prayer he accepts is the prayer of repentance. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Father, come forward, please. Speak after, say after me. Father, I come to you as a sinner. I have heard your word. And I've decided to follow Jesus. Forgive me. Come into my life. Cleanse me with your blood. And give me access to the inheritance of the saints. Satan, every contract is hereby abolished. I'm a child of God and Jesus is my father. I believe that he died and rose again for my sake. And now he's seated at the right hand of the father. I declare that I'm born again in Jesus' name. Father, receive them by your mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So go follow them but stay at the back so that we'll pray then you go down. In 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 27, you will see that Gehazi did something. And the repercussion, the curse that came, he said, let the leprosy of Naaman be upon you and your generations. When they were about to kill Jesus, they opened their mouth to say, let his blood be on us and our children. But that one, Jesus canceled it at the cross when he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. We don't know what is in our lineage. There are many information we don't know. Likewise, what we are doing today, our children will also reap from it. The laws of the earth is seed time harvest. What you sow, you reap. It may not be you. It may be children. So that's why I've decided I will sow righteousness so that they can reap a harvest. I want you to lift your voices. In James chapter 2, verse 13, he said, Mercy triumphs over judgment. Lift your voice. Say, Father, Father have, mercy have mercy on me. For the sins of my fathers that I know nothing about. Let mercy speak for me. Lift your voices and pray that prayer. Let mercy speak for me. The sins of my fathers that I don't know about. That is plaguing me. 
let mercy answer for me. Lord, your blood is the ultimate restitution. The ultimate restitution. Whatsoever the enemy has against my family, whatever legal ground the devil is using to fight my health, what legal ground the devil is using to fight my destiny from finding fulfillment, whatever ground the enemy is using to fight my marital destiny, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, mercy Lord, let your blood speak for me, let your blood answer for me, let your blood speak for me, mercy Lord, mercy Lord, in Jesus' precious name we pray. There are three dimensions of God. One, friend. No time to go through scriptures to show you. Two, sorry, one is father. When you pray, say our father. So he's father, number one. Number two, he's friend. And what do you do for friends? You intercede on behalf of, so I can go and tell my friend, if the governor is my friend and you need that kind of access, I will go to my friend. That's what happens when people pray for you. Because we use our relationship as friend. Three, judge. He is righteous judge. That's why Satan can accuse. He, he, he is under obligation by the three principles that his throne is established on to hear the case. Righteousness, justice, and peace. If you say he's not going to hear it, Satan can come after his throne. Say, you, you don't fulfill your word. Am I communicating? Yes, sir. He that breaks the edge, the law says, the serpent will bite. The law will not say if he remove his leg quick, the serpent will not bite him. As long as the edge is broken, serpent is empowered, emboldened to bite. If you, if you have dreams where things are chasing you with confidence, let me tell you, there is something that is giving them that boldness. There are some things I see. When I see it and I see some body, I go and investigate. Lord, where is this thing coming from? Second prayer. I'm going to pray. Say, Lord. Lord. Your word says in Matthew 7, 7. To ask and I will receive. To seek and I will find. To knock and it will be open to me. Lord, I'm asking. Show me the secret of my family. Show me the secret of my household. Show me, Lord, what the enemy is using against me. Show me. Prayer of inquiry. Prayer of inquiry. Ask. 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 Ask and you shall receive. Oh, are you praying today? Ask. 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 Show me, Lord. Show me. Show me. Why is the enemy so bold to come after my family? Show me, oh God. 
Why is the enemy so bold to accuse me? Show me, reveal to me. Reveal. Reveal. Show me, Lord. I am your son. Show me. Show me, oh God. Show me. Show me. Show me. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Jesus said, the prince of this world comets, but he finds nothing in me. What does that mean? If he found a legal ground, he will accuse Jesus. He comets. He won't say, because you are Jesus, I won't come. But he came and checked. Is there any, any way I can hold him? Jesus' hand was filled with ororo. It cannot grab him. You're going to lift your voice and cry. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, show me the answer to shut the mouth of the enemy. Lift your voices and pray. Show me. Show me. Show me. Show me. Alepa, toi, begede. Show me, Lord. The, show me what to do to shut the mouth of the enemy. Show me, Lord. 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 In Jesus' precious name we pray. Time will fail me to show you these things from scripture. But the Bible says, having judged all disobedience when your own obedience is complete. If there is something lacking and you go and say, Satan, he will beat you to stupor. But when your own obedience is complete and there is nothing, then you can come to the devil because he said, submit to God and then resist the devil and he will flee. You don't submit and you try to resist. Wait till your eyes see. Make you carry on. You're going to lift your voice and pray. Say, Father, I plead the blood of Jesus across my generations, across my bloodline. I repent from the sins of my fathers. Have mercy on us and cause our destiny to find expression. Lift your voices and plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. Across my bloodline, generations untold, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. Ibrahasi Paradishi, Ibarasi Paradishi, Ibrahasi Shabaria Tua Pehe, Delegasu, Belede, Barande Ita, Gratuske Peredishke Bara, Jema, Sofe, Tara, Pele, Kapa, Tapa. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. In Jesus' precious name we pray. One of the ways is by the ministry of the prophets. And I'm out of time. I told you I just need three people. Madam, come please. Come. The madam. The madam in blue. The one behind you, please. Jesus. Where's that lady? Come. Yeah.
I'll find the other ones out by prophecy. You are here by attachment, but let the grace cover you. Lift your hands. I saw something hanging over your head, and then the enemy was having an accusation, and then he could not, the thing could not drop because of this matter. It was two generations ago. There was an injustice. Okay, yes, I got the third one. There's someone, ah, I don't know if they told you the story. I, can't, I don't have time to set you out. But let me tell you how you, uh, you know you are the one. Your grandfather deals with land. He sold, sells land and then he chances people and collects it back. If you are the one, just come. Let's settle your matter quickly. And God told me and he showed me that the delays were hanging because of a legal accusation. Every time it's almost as if you try to touch it but you can't enter. Why? Because Satan was accusing Standing at your right hand, accusing you. But the angel of God is going to push that Satan away. And then he's going to take his place in your right hand. Father, in the name of Jesus. Atipa, Tunde, Persifa, Zedek, Galando, Uraya, Degedia. Let the chain loose from your body now. Power of the Holy Ghost, break in the name of Jesus. The accusation of darkness, we put it to an end now. The blood of Jesus speaks on your behalf. Palia Delepatu Edemekosuga Venekatia Zede Paria Ladu Ladu Ladu. Let that which you are looking for come upon you now. Take it in the name of Jesus. Power of the Holy Ghost, every evil garment of shame that has clinged to your body. Oh, yeah, let it remove now. Angel of the Lord, remove it, remove it, remove it, remove it. Remove, 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 remove. Remove, remove, remove. Remove in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. The angels of God are moving around. Similar cases on that. Garments are about to change right now. All eyes closed, all hands lifted up. Masovredi kabato upelete pia. Zudi balatua edegede. Katuka pelete masuke pele vadakushke pele gudua delegadaba zute para para deledebede. Ha 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 zuke pana zuke pana zuke pana zuke pana. Break in the name of Jesus. The chains that the enemy has used to bind your family. That has caused you to not be able to move when you need to move. Today I bring an empowerment by the Holy Ghost. By the Spirit of God. I saw the angel when he walked to you. And he pulled you like this. And that was why there was a reaction. He pulled a chain that you have been working with. Today I complete the work that the Lord has started. In the name of Jesus. Power of the Holy Ghost. It, it takes power to bring you out. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has an, oh man. You feel it? You feel it? It's flowing. Oh. It's flowing. He has anointed me to preach deliverance to the captive. He has anointed, oh, that's it. Ah, 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 ah. The power of God is still moving across. To bring deliverance to the captive. I declare you delivered now. In the name of Jesus. The land case. That has caused the enemy to hinder. Every time you gather, a demon comes and he scatters it. 
every time you gather, you want to do projects, the demon comes and he scatters it. I'm looking at you gathering right now for a project and I'm seeing the demon waiting for when it is that you are ready to use, he will come and scatter. But today, mercy prevails over you. Mercy prevails over you. Mercy prevails over you. In the name of Jesus. Are you also for the land case? Lift your hands. Don't have time. Father, I pray, let mercy prevail. 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 In the name of Jesus, mercy, 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 mercy. Ah, stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Carrier, carrier. As a snake. Serpentine spirit. I curse you in the name of Jesus. Leave. Out. 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 I said out. Out. Out of our life. Come on. 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 Break in the name of Jesus. Lose her and let her go. In the name of Jesus. I can't go. Lift your hands. Father, I declare that the power of God that will bring us out of the bondage of the sins of our fathers. I decree and declare, let that power come upon you now. It takes power. He said power is the ability to do work. Energy is the ability to do work. It takes a certain level of energy for you to be able to walk out of bondage. I declare, the power you need to break out, let that come upon you now. I declare by the mercy of God, Marse, Passe, Vate, Pato, Mita, Pata, Leta, Peso, Vida, Mika, Patwa, Ele, Ziga, Pere, Shuta, Pele, Seke. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The power you need. The power you need. The man said, I have no man. I have no man. That's why I've been here for this long. Today I join my hands with your hands. By the anointing in the house today, we join that faith with your faith. And we declare, be free in the name of Jesus. Father, by your mercy, let that lady right now that will scream, let, let that bondage that has come from mother to daughter, that is waiting to come on her own daughter, the one that will cause her to always be uh, uh, out of wedlock, always, always, no matter how much you do, by the power of the Holy Ghost, let that deliverance come upon you now. Receive it, 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 receive it. Thank you, Lord.